If you're learning English, you probably feel like you're talking too slowly. You might also feel like your phrases that you learned in the English classroom are too formal for a real conversation with a native English speaker. In this English lesson, I'll solve both of those problems. I'll help you learn some really casual conversational phrases, and we'll also practice speaking English quickly so that you feel like you are speaking at the correct pace to speak with a native English speaker. Native speakers of any language tend to blend their words together and they tend to have reductions and all sorts of different sounds that you don't learn when you're first learning English in the classroom. So keep watching this video if you want to sound like a fluent English speaker. So the phrase, hello, what are you doing right now? This is a really formal way to ask this question. And also, funny enough, even though hello is probably one of the first English words that you learn, it's pretty formal and I don't say hello to someone unless I don't know them, so it's a bit more formal. So instead of this phrase, I'll just say, hey, what are you up to? Hey, what are you up to? So let's practice that phrase, repeat after me. Hey, what are you up to? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good practice. And the most common way to respond to this question is not much. Say it with me, not much. Great practice, we're ready to move on to the next phrase. So instead of saying, what is the weather like outside? Native English speakers might just say, what's the weather like out there? So instead of saying outside, they'll say out there or they might say, what's the forecast? The forecast is the scientific formal word for what's the weather report. So instead of saying like, what's the weather like? We'll say, what's the forecast? To try to figure out what the weather outside is like on that day. So let's repeat after these two phrases. What's the weather like out there? Good. What's the forecast? Amazing, let's move on. So if you are in the United States, you need to know that most speakers here will say bathroom instead of restroom. If you're in a formal situation at work or at school, you can say restroom. It's completely acceptable, but it's just more common to say bathroom here. So instead of saying, where is the restroom located? We would just say, where's the bathroom? Repeat after that phrase, where's the bathroom? Good, and notice I didn't say where is the bathroom. It just changes to where's the bathroom. Another way that English speakers will say this, especially if they're at a restaurant or another public location and it's very casual, is they'll say, do you have a bathroom? Do you have a bathroom? Repeat after me. Do you have a bathroom? Excellent. If you need to interrupt someone and they seem kind of busy, instead of just saying, may I please talk to you, 
English speakers will say, can I talk to you for a sec? A sec, of course, is the word second, but just shortened, and it's really common in the United States to say sec for second. And of course, it just means a short amount of time. Another alternative phrase to this one is, can I steal you for a second? Or can I steal you for a sec? This means, can you just come with me to talk for a moment? And finally, if you want to just really politely interrupt someone, we might just say, do you have a sec? This means, do you have a moment of time to speak with me? So repeat after me, let's try out these three phrases. Can I talk to you for a sec? Do you have a sec? Can I steal you for a sec? Great practice, let's keep moving on. I noticed that when I speak to call center representatives, so these are people on the phone that help you, you know, with different technology or different customer service issues that are foreign, they live in a different country, they tend to speak really formally and they tend to ask, what is the problem? Instead of saying this, I notice that native English speakers will say, what seems to be the issue? or what seems to be the problem. This phrase seems to be really can confuse non-native English speakers. It's just something that we throw in to say, like, what do you think is the problem? And instead of just saying the problem or the issue, sometimes English speakers will say, what's going on? This is a really casual phrase to say, like, what is wrong or what is the problem? So let's practice all three of these phrases. What seems to be the problem? What seems to be the issue? What's going on? Excellent, I'm sure you're sounding very fluent and I'm sure your English is starting to sound quicker. Let's move on to our next native phrase. Now, a fun fact about me, Kayla, as your English teacher, is my favorite sport to watch is the UFC. That is like mixed martial arts fighting. And so many fighters are international, so they're from different countries besides the United States. There's a ton of great Brazilian fighters. And when they get interviewed after a big fight, I always hear them say, it was good, it was good, it was good, it was good. Oh my goodness, they need to just replace the word good with something different to make their speech sound a little varied, and this would totally help them sound more natural in their English. And I understand that most of them have just learned English, so of course, we're all very understanding of that. But I wanna teach you this trick today. Do not repeat the word good when you're being asked questions over and over again, even if you're trying to sound positive. Native English speakers will say phrases like, it was awesome, or just awesome. Or they'll even just say, it was great. This just helps switch up the English and you won't be using the same word over and over again. So practice with me. It was awesome. It was great. Your English speaking is awesome and great. Let's move on to our last natural phrase. So instead of just saying, let's meet each other, English speakers will often say, let's hang out. If this is very casual meeting between two friends, of course. If this is more formal, the word meeting is very appropriate for the situation. Sometimes, even instead of saying just let's hang out, English speakers in the United States will say, hey, let's hang, let's hang on Tuesday. 
And this just means let's spend some casual time together as friends. So an alternative phrase to this one is, we totally have to hang out again. And English speakers, if you watch American television, you'll hear them say totally a lot. We love to add it to our English phrases just to be enthusiastic and be very positive in an English sentence. So we totally have to hang out again. Try out that phrase. We totally have to hang out again. And the most common way you could respond to this to agree is just to say, Definitely. Excellent. If you guys have enjoyed this English lesson, you should definitely subscribe to my English channel here on YouTube. I would love to teach you how to speak natural English. If you guys want to, check out the two lessons on screen. They'll help you learn some more English phrases that can help you sound more natural and you'll feel more confident in your English conversations. Thanks again for watching. I'll see you guys in the next lesson. Goodbye.